I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, who would have hit the shot if I threw it to him. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I would have hit that shot. I would have hit it. Uh, unless I tried not to. Which one of us do you think would have tried to take the shot instead of making the right play and passing it off? Um. Oh, gosh. Was it the right play? Ooh, that's what we're talking about today on this podcast. We'll talk about if it's the right play. We'll talk about the Dallas Mavericks versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves and the Mavericks played three incredible games against each other, and I want to go back and revisit them and talk about them. So we'll talk about that. And, of course, we will talk about the Dwayne Wade quote. It was um, something. It was definitely something. So we'll get into that for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save save it all for that. You want to say okay? You're gonna save it. I'm gonna save my my feelings towards that. <laughs> okay, I so, still have people going back and forth in my mentions arguing about that whole thing. Yeah, I do too. I have yeah. It's there's dumb. a lot. There's a lot to say about that quote. All right, but before we do that, let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Dallas Mavericks lose 108 to 110. Let's just get the the. The idea of the the tank standings out of the way right now. The Dallas Mavericks are currently in sole possession of sixth place in the lottery. As of right now, the Grizzlies are playing the Trailblazers. As we're recording this, they're losing by 10 early in the third quarter. If they lose, they'll be tied again for sixth. And if if the Grizzlies somehow win this, then the Mavericks will be in sole possession of sixth. Uh, So maybe I shouldn't have gotten ahead of myself. With that, but uh, that's what they are. As far as Atlanta and Dallas, the uh, it's kind of over. <laughs> I think Atlanta the Hawks win. won tonight. The Hawks did win against the uh, the Sixers. The Sixers without Embiid are okay. This is this is a hot take I had. Uh, somebody tweeted me, and uh, the Sixers without Embiid are the Lakers. <laughs> well, no, no, prove me wrong. Without Embiid and Jimmy Butler, maybe. Well, they had Jimmy Butler tonight. Okay, well, Jimmy Butler, J.J. Redick are de- are better than anybody on the Lakers. J.J. Redick? Okay, anybody outside of Ingram? I would take J.J. Redick over Kuzma and Lonzo. I'm Sorry. just saying, as a team, as a team, they're just, they're, they'd be just as good as that team. That, and Tobias Harris? No, get out of here. No. They just lost not. to the Hawks. I know they lost to the they're Hawks. They're really bad without Embiid. I'm doing a, I literally, a video I literally right now. They're really bad without him. They are bad with Embiid, without Embiid. But I could, I, I feel like I could make a decent argument that I would take those three Philly guys over anybody on the Lakers outside of LeBron. Sure, but the parts do not equal the whole, Isaac Harris. You should know this more than anybody. <laughs> I like Tobias Harris. I do too. I like the no, There's no excuse for them to not be to not beat the Hawks. The, or the two, only yeah. the only thing is they're locked into that third spot. There, there's really no way they can move in or move up or down from it at this point. Yeah. So their season's kind of over, but 
uh, until the playoffs. But you'd think that they would have some things to it's, figure out until then. It's over when that happens, too. Let's see. Well, in the, in the first round, the Sixers are going to play. Let's see. At this point, they would play Detroit. So they're going to beat them. Embiid is going to destroy Drummond. Come on. That's Embiid's life is to destroy Drummond. I'm just kidding. I do like Blake Griffin a lot. But, uh, yeah, the the two teams in in both conferences, the Nets and the Clippers, those are the teams you don't want to face if you're in the top four teams. And I'm just being honest right now. If the Clippers play the Nuggets or whoever – if they whoever they play if they play somebody not the Rockets or Warriors, I'm going to pick the Clippers in the round one. <laughs> the West just so wide open except for the Warriors. I feel like do you I think any single team can beat any other team in the West. Maybe not Houston with like Yeah, I think Houston. But even Houston, I feel could couldn't you Houston and Portland. I don't see Portland beating Houston, but they won't play each other. If Houston's healthy, I think they're clear cut number two. But if couldn't Chris you see a San Antonio like San Antonio beating the Rockets? No. No. I could no. Not San Antonio, maybe a Denver, but I'm not the biggest believer in Denver. Yeah. I still think it's it's Houston Golden State, but Houston's just got to make sure that they stay at that 2 to 3 mark and they don't get Golden State in the second round. That's all they should care about right yes. now. Yes. Yes, for sure. And they're they're teetering right on that right now with Portland. Um. Yeah, but the so back to the Mavericks, the Mavericks, and the Timberwolves. Man, this was kind of a fun game. It came down to the wire. The Mavericks couldn't make a three to save their life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Josh Ako- Okay, are we saying Kogi or Koji? I've, I've I, always said a Kogi, a Koji. Like, no, I know, I but I've both? heard people say. I've, I've literally heard people on on like national broadcasts use it both ways. Let's just say G for the sake of this. Okoji. Somebody will tweet us and tell us we got it wrong. But Okoji was very close from just having to retire on the spot. I mean, (laughs) it was going to have to be a moment where you just walk off, you just go to the media press conference room and just say, Hey, it's been a short career, but I just can't, I can't move on past this moment. That was going to be a highlight for the whole season. If, Luca tied the game, won the game on on that shot, and the <laughs> the fact that he slipped and fell so bad, so and bad, and the 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 audience grasp you know gasp out of it, uh, that were like, oh my gosh, he's done for, and uh, obviously the play unfolded. Do you want to walk through that final play, kind of what we feel about it? Absolutely, I have I have lots of feelings about that final play. Let's um. Let's take an early break. Let's take an early break real quick, and then we'll get into that final play. Hey, watch these ads. All right, Isaac, let's walk through that final play because there's just so many things in it that I really loved. Um, you get – okay, so you have the inbounds from Justin Jackson. I'll, I'll, let me just walk everybody through it if you didn't see it. Inbounds Justin Jackson. Luca sizes up a Koji, and you have – Four guys out. You have J- Justin Jackson falls into the right wing, so he's sitting out there spacing the floor. He's got Wiggins on him. You have Jalen Brunson over on the left side. He has uh, Tyus Jones on him. And then you have Maxi and Dwight in each corner, and they have Dario and Gorky Jang on him, which is like, that's just such a weird lineup <laughs> for them to play. And then yes. a coach, obviously, is on Luka. And so they didn't Luka- even have Towns in the game, right? Yeah, Towns wasn't even in there. They put in they put in Jang instead of him, and they have Dario Sarge instead of him. That's so, so weird. I know. 
I don't get that. So Luca sizing him up, sizing him up, crossover. Then he does his step left and is between. He has this move where he's he's. He steps left, but with his right foot, and then he goes back between his legs. So he like jabs. Like a lot of players, they'll just jab with their right foot to the right, but Luca goes to the left, and then he pulls it back over, and it takes him just a, a, a second to get it back over. But when he does, usually a defender is you know, on their heels or at his hip, and that's what happens with the Koji. He's on his hip. And so then Luca takes a couple dribbles forward, and the Koji just like completely loses his footing on the floor. Man, he takes a real far step back because he's he's trying to cut back when Luca is about to step back. He he in his mind knows that Luca is going to step back, yes. and so he's running with Luca, running with Luca, tries to plant his foot way behind him, like way behind him, and it just go, falls out from under him. He completely falls on the floor. He's he's almost laying completely on the floor, <laughs> and at this point, so he's almost laying on the floor. None of the other players have moved; <laughs> they're all in the same spot. Luca is standing at the top of the uh, the circle. That's not the, I guess that's not that's not the nail. It's like above the nail, and then Luca looks. He looks down at Koski, which is great. I love that he just like looks down at him. Takes a huge step back. Doesn't need to look down at the floor. This is one thing that I loved about this play is that Luca Luca looks at the basket and takes his step back. He doesn't need to look at the floor to see the marking. He knows the distance from the basket so well that he can just take that step back and know that he's behind the line to get there. He stepped he stepped back and then he he had a moment and he waited for Tyus Jones to get to him. And it, it was a big step back too. Like he Huge. like you're talking about the distance. He obviously knew in his head the distance of a three-point line, but it was a massive step back. And he was clearly behind the line and then he paused, waited for Tyus Jones to come over and dished it to Jalen Brunson for the wide open three to win the game. And uh and Jalen obviously missed the shot. And he does he kind of does a no look pass too. So he takes a huge step back. He's still looking at the rim, still looking at the rim. Tyus Jones is running at him. The pass starts, he's still looking at the rim. And Tyus Jones is coming at him. So he knows that Tyus Jones is running at him. He he reads that, sees that Brunson's gonna be wide open. Brunson steps up. Perfect form in his shot, holds the gooseneck, just holds it up there. And misses just off the back iron. Oh, just missed it off it. And then everybody gets upset all at the same time. Koji had, had gotten off the floor at that point. Didn't, didn't close out. <laughs> About to just walk off uh, walk off the court. but Brunson, no, okay. Brunson misses it, and then Koji does a little fist bump. It's like a little like, yes. Yes, my career is safe. My career can continue. <laughs> And so yeah, when he crossed when he crossed up a Koji and he fell, I stood up. I'm like, here we go. Brunson miss, missed the shot. And you're like, oh my gosh. Um here's the thing. We know how much Rick Carlisle hates overtimes. <laughs> yes. Especially in the preseason. Especially in the preseason. He dislikes uh, and I He does. This is this kind of like the preseason right now? I mean it's the postseason for the Mavericks. <laughs> um, here's my thing. After Okoji fell on the ground, Luka Doncic had a wide open shot from the free throw line, basically. A little bit past the free throw line. Wide open. Perfect mid-range shot. Nobody's around him. He could have just took the shot. I mean, that you couldn't ask for a better wide open shot. Luka yes. obviously chose not to take the shot. 
He then stepped back behind the three-point line. He then had a chance to take a three. He could have. He had enough time to, he he had enough time to pull, pull off. He, it would have been contested, didn't. but he would have been able to get it off. But he didn't, and then he passed to Brunson. Brunson had a wide-open three. Once he got to the three-point line, I think from that point on, he made the right play. But I think the moment that Okoji fell down and you have a, a literally a jump shot from the free throw line to win the game, I think that's the that's the, the shot he should have took. But <laughs> we're not in the huddle, and we don't know if Rick Carlos said, I'm going for the win, and I want us to shoot a three. Any of y'all losers take a two. I'm coming for you in the night. <laughs> so we don't know that. I'm just saying if that if that was the slice, message to the <laughs> I will slice all your tires. I will take you into my airplane and we will jump. <laughs> uh uh Oh man, I forgot about his airplane. <laughs> we, we we don't know what was said in the huddle. If that was the message to the team of hey, I want us to get a three, I want to win this game. I think that's and- Luca's mentality. I think Luca goes for the win. I think that's just the kind of player he is that he takes that step back because he could have taken the two too. He could have just pulled up from right there. It wouldn't have yeah, been. Yeah, that's contested. what I'm saying. That, that's that's open. the better decision is the two. But the moment he stepped back to the three, that he made the right decision at that point to pass it to Brunson. I'm gonna be completely honest about this. I don't think Luca gives a crap what Rick Carlisle says in those moments. I think that's I think no. he literally he just turns on I think he just turns on this clutch Luca gene and it's just I mean it's all just a broken play. It's like you know in football when you get a broken play, it's yes. just all a broken play at that point. Yeah, I mean I, I think care it what was Carlisle says he doesn't care what Donnie says he doesn't care what anybody he doesn't care what his mom says at that point. It's just it's just him and basketball and that's it. And that's that's his mentality. I think, yeah, I think there is a sense of, hey, Luca, we're just going to clear it out, give it to you, uh, go get us a basket. Make and, a decision. Yeah, what, whether he told the team, hey, I want a three or not, uh, yeah, I could see that on Luca for sure. Does this, does where they are at in the season play into it? Sure, why not? <laughs> you know, like if, if you're going for the, if you're going for the shot, you're going for the win, you're like, oh, I'm gonna step back and win this game right now. Um, and then, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better uh, three-point shot than what Brunson had. And you live with that. Like, you live with that Brunson shot. It was a wide-open shot. Jalen Brun- Brunson's a heck of a ball player. And, yeah, he just he just missed the shot at that point. And it's a bummer uh, because I was wanting that win, no matter what you feel about the standings. Uh, I had people texting me going down the stretch of that fourth that was saying, oh, please, no, why are they winning this game? And, uh yeah, I, I the odds don't change enough for me to really care. They're not gonna if they can move up past Atlanta, that's when you care. But now that they can't, it's just whatever. It's just gonna roll out the way that it does. Wait, is it officially no? They can't. Okay, so no, they they can. If Atlanta wins out, Atlanta has three more games, and I have them. Atlanta plays. Atlanta plays at Orlando, at Milwaukee, and home for Indiana. Uh, Milwaukee is gonna have clinched the number one. Indiana might not have anything to play for either. Orlando does. Orlando's have, f- fighting first. Yeah, probably. Orlando does have something to play for. But if they went out and the Mavericks lose out, then then the Mavericks will move into the fifth spot. Mavericks, Mavericks have four games left. Mavericks right? have four games left. Home and home against Memphis. Home for Phoenix, and then at San Antonio for the Dirk Bowl. This could make ma- fans really mad, but there's a scenario in which they win the next three games. There's a scenario when they win the next four games. Very true. Very true. And that can make some fans really mad listening to this podcast right now. Okay, if they win four games, 
Okay, so yeah, if, it's hard. It's hard for us to tell what the other. Team let's say Atlanta do. loses. Let's say Atlanta wins both those games against Milwaukee and Indiana, and then they lose to Orlando because Orlando's really, really trying. If the Mavericks lose out, then they'll be tied again, and, and then they'll do go do the random drawing again, oh which they gosh. did last year. And if you remember correctly, the Mavericks lost the random drawing, and or no, the Mavericks won the random drawing. We got all excited. And so Atlanta was one spot behind the Mavericks, and then Atlanta ended up moving up to the third spot, and the Mavericks were at five. So that screwed everything up. If the Mavericks win the next four games, <laughs> they could be they'd be thirty-five and forty-seven, and they'd have the same they'd have the same number of wins as the Lakers and the Timberwolves. And the Lakers and Timberwolves are tied for tenth right now. In the but right now they they got to play more games, this right? Time, so, but still, so yeah. That that'll be an interesting thing to watch because they could you, go you all never hound it like twelve. You you never know what the those last few games are going to look like with Dirk and stuff of that last home game. Are they going to really you know? Are they going to try to pull that one out against Phoenix? Are they uh, going to pull a Kobe and just like give him as many shots as possible? Yeah, it's going to be whatever he wants with that. What what San Antonio going to be playing for? That San Antonio game is going to be wild because it's going to be Dirk's last game, but you don't know the playoff seeding thing is going to be going on yeah. for San Antonio at the time. If San Antonio is a loss away from a certain matchup they want in the playoffs. Ducking, then, the, ducking the, the Warriors right now. Yeah, yeah, one of those things. Whether ducking them or if it's like they go into that last game and – Let's say if they they have to win, you know, right they now have to win. Right now they're a half game behind the the Thunder for the seventh spot, so they're in eighth spot right now, and they're a half game behind the Thunder, so they could be right. I mean, a win there could mean moving up and playing Denver instead of Golden State. You do that, I mean, they would be throwing the book at the Mavericks. <laughs> Let's play DeRozan forty eight minutes. Let's play Aldridge forty eight minutes. We don't care. Yeah. And it, but it, it also could be reversed. Like yeah. let's say let's say San Antonio is at like the sixth spot or something. Yeah. Or let, yeah, let's say San Antonio is at like the sixth spot and Portland's at the three and like Houston's at the two or something. And they're like, you know what? I, I'd rather play Houston at the two and instead of Portland. You know, whatever it is, to where they might be trying to win on purpose or lose on purpose, win on purpose. Um <laughs> In that last game, so hey, winning you just on never purpose. Know. That's that's the new thing in the NBA. Is <laughs> winning win on, on purpose. Winning on, on purpose. three. Let's go. One, two, three. Win on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so that's how it could end up, and uh, it's gonna be fascinating. The last, you know, there's not really much that matters in the NBA right now as far as record wise, but uh, there are a few races to look at. The bottom of the East, the the seeding in the West, things like. I'm just ready for the playoffs to start. I'm, I mean, I'm even so though the Mavericks too. are not there, we're we're. We we talk about the league and stuff on this podcast too sometimes, and uh, we're NBA nerds. So we'll, uh, my wife does not like the NBA playoffs starting because that's uh, every night basically instead of every other night. I'm either gone or different things, and now it's just like, oh, this is what's gonna be on our TV for um, three months, seriously, <laughs> or two months. Um, but anyway, but Luca through June. Yeah, a uh, heck of a game for Luca tonight. Twenty-seven points, twelve rebounds, six assists, eleven for twenty-one. He should have got the triple double. Uh, he should have got the guys <laughs> could have hit shots. He would have got another triple double. But I mean, he was incredible tonight. That's yeah, just who. I mean, that's what we've grown accustomed to seeing in Luka Doncic. But Dwight Powell, post All Star break, Dwight Powell coming at you. Hey, and you know what? Since the only stats that matter is post All Star break, he should be. <laughs> All NBA most improved player. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. he should be rookie start. of the year. 
let's just start throwing some of the stuff out there because I mean, if that's what his stats look like after the All Star break, that's what you should what do matters. next time somebody throws you the uh, the Trey Young stats after the All Star break. Just throw like John Collins and Dwight Powell's numbers after the All Star break because I bet they're similar. <laughs> It's like, okay, are you going to vote for Dwight Powell on Most Improved Player Award? But no, he had 25 points tonight, eight rebounds. Um, he's proven his he's proven his worth, man. Uh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna be a valuable piece off off the bench. What's our guy's name that uh, uh, from Hoopsite? Brian, I I don't know how to pronounce his oh, last yeah, name. Broski. That he wrote a great uh, piece on Dwight Powell and just his work ethic. And it just gives you a glimpse into how the team views him, how the, just the type of guy and hard worker Dwight Powell is. You, you see why the, the organization and everybody in the organization absolutely loves Dwight Powell. Yes. Yeah. Everybody does. He's, he's one of the longest tenured Mavericks right now. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's probably Dirk. JJ, the Devin's going and coming. I guess that doesn't really count anymore. Salah, this Salah, is Salah's fourth year. Yeah, Salah. Next year, if Salah comes back. That'll be a, it'll be a fifth year. That's wild. He's only played that's for the insane. Mavericks. That, that's insane. And I think 50, he'll be back. Hey, fifty-five and one. Fifty-five, one. That's a, that's <laughs> number fifty-five seasons, one team. If he comes back, let's please make that graphic. Oh, we still have to do the Stein stuff with uh with Dirk. Yeah, we do. Those numbers yeah, made me do. think of it because he confirmed that the the forty one twenty one. Please, one. we have to do that graphic. If he comes back next year, do the same oh, graphic as Matt said. Fifty five one. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll make it for Salah. All right, let's take another break. And when we come back, I'll just give Isaac the floor and talk about this uh this Dwayne Wade situation. All right, Isaac. Dwayne Wade had some things to say. What did he say? So it's a little bit before the game, and I I, I pull up my phone. I'm on Twitter, and I'm rolling, and I see this SI article, and I thought it was like kind of a joke at first, (laughs) and I realized it wasn't, and I realized it was a direct quote from Wade, and it was a straight—I mean, straight trash. When you are, first off, you try, you you try to convince Dirk. Dirk didn't even want to switch jerseys with you, but you convince him to be this like uh, to make this respectful, cool moment. Everybody, and you try to walk up in this place and switch jerseys, swap jerseys with Dirk, and now you're gonna make this. I don't care if he tries to backtrack this or not, and to say so. Wade in the SI article, this is a quote. Uh, it. Doesn't look better when you look at the context either. Uh, the context doesn't help it. Well, did you read? Says, did you read the quote, the the quote that the. Well, I guess read the full quote. Read the full context. Never mind. No, no, no. I don't have the full context out. I was just going to read the snippet of it. Okay. That everybody's talking about on Twitter. Yeah, true. But I read the full context earlier. I just don't have it pulled up in front of me. Um, you can pull it up while I, I kind of debrief on it my feelings have went down a little bit because i've watched the game and stuff since i was pretty pissed earlier because one i don't we like need some wade. fiery isaac isaac this obviously wade, well, wade it, coming at dirk it's so it's so freaking stupid because i i hated on wade uh, this whole season people have your commented, whole life uh, <laughs> my whole life i can't stand this guy and even people like people came at me on Twitter saying that hey your hate for Wade on the podcast is just getting too much. I can't deal with these con you know the this constant hate. It's a this part one of him. guy this 
this other reporter, I think even works for the legends, wrote at me and said, hey, I remember when I hated Wade and then I grew up. I'm like, oh, come on, bro. No, no, homie, you did not grow up. Like, I can still dislike this guy and 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 you, we have reasons for why. And when you pull this stuff off, when you play play this this low ball move of talking about how this how you don't want to end your career, like you're just killing it right now. Yeah, let, let's just look at like you could be an all star or something. Come on, like he's. Th- <laughs> this is what's funny to me is is Wade's 37. He's doing this farewell tour like he's freaking Kareem when Kareem was like 80 years old doing a farewell tour. He's 37 years old. He's doing this one last dance, getting all this stupid praise for I don't know I mean I don't know why he's like being when you have to hype yourself up it makes it takes so much out of it you have your own documentary following you around what so they can talk about the the coattails that you you followed for your whole career people talk about Barkley and Shaq and how you know they make their jokes and like oh you know Barkley makes his joke to Shaq and saying hey uh yeah you rode Kobe's skirt uh coattails your entire career well welcome to Dwayne Wade's career okay because without Shaq you ain't winning Jack and then obviously you had to take the back seat you even admit it in every single article you take oh man you know what the, the learning point for me is I had to take the back seat to LeBron of course because you're not good enough bro you can't do that so he's 37 years old you want to look at stats when Dirk was 37 years old Dirk averaged 18 points six rebounds um, what did he shoot from three? He shot 36% from three, played in 75 games, 31 minutes a game. When Dirk was 37, okay? Oh, this is Wade's last season. He's 37 years old. Yeah, give me those 14 points, Wade. Oh, you're not even averaging four rebounds, bro. Three-point percentage, 32%. Yeah. The flash. Let's go. Fall down, I don't know, 28 times, get up. I don't know. You have to have somebody help you get up right now. So get out of the league, bro. I'm tired of this. I'm so done with his content. I'm done with watching him play basketball. Just go and get your jersey retired in Miami. And Heat fans, I'm sorry. Y'all get Hassan Whiteside to look forward to for your future. We should send that clip of you just ranting about Dwayne Wade to the Lockdown Network when they put it on the Instagrams and the, the Twitter. So the stupid. Twitter video. Not the videos. Dwayne Wade is stupid. Not the videos. Here's the full context of the quote from SI. After the season, Wade spent a long time considering retirement. Before the start of training camp, he got a visit from Spo, Eric Spolstra, the coach. That day was really a day I wanted to be there as a friend, said Spolstra, though he admits that he hoped to persuade Wade to return. For his last year, I wanted him to know there wouldn't be any other coach who would understand him. There wouldn't be any other coach who would understand him? What the heck? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> There'd be no other coach that wants to put up with you, bro. You couldn't even last in Cleveland, know. homie. And I you did. don't you know, nobody wants you. Nobody wants you. The only reason why you're in Miami because you have like your legendary status because I, I care more about you know, Haslam over Wade. Come on. No other coach wants to deal with you. I guess it was because the, he, they were trying to convince Wade to come back to Miami. Uh, Eric Spolter said, and I didn't want it to be any other coach. I wanted this year to be how he dreamed it. Wade wasn't interested in playing 15 minutes a game and not making an impact. I don't want to be a guy to sit on the bench and have fans always chant, we want Wade. That hasn't happened. He has to hit an absurd game winner against the, uh, continues on about blah, 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 what he did. So Dwayne Wade didn't want to be a guy that says, <laughs> have people chant, we want Wade. It literally happened in Dallas. And 
all my mentions have been all days. People quote tweeting and retweeting this video that I, I posted of, of uh, people in the AAC quoting, we chanting, we want Wade. And I have like, I'd like to go off against these people because the fact that you guys don't understand that other fans of other teams come to the, come to other arenas is so ridiculous. People are saying, Oh, look, Mavs fans chanting. We want Wade. There's heat uh, fans. It's not Mavs fans. There's guys. a lot of heat fans. <laughs> Newsflash. There. Yeah, there's a lot of heat fans there. Oh my gosh, ridiculous! This whole thing is ridiculous. It's stupid. He's just reaching for headlines and just get out of the league, bro. Don't he? He would have never said this if this was before. What would have happened if he said this before he came to Dallas? Like, what if these one of these last games left in Dallas was like one one of his last trip there? It would have been. I guarantee you there would not be no we want way chance then. But of course, he has to just like this whole farewell, one last dance, all this stupid stuff that's going on right now. Everything is orchestrated. So yeah, he gives get out of here. Done with that. Uh Michael Mulford asked Mark Cuban about this quote and he said I asked Mark Cuban about this quote from Wade and Mark Cuban said, "Oh, I hope that's not about Dirk. I hope not. I hope not. What is Dirk? 3 years older, 4 years older? I'm not even going to go there." <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, don't even. I'd like to see what Wade looked like when he was playing the league when he's like forty or something. Get out of here. I'm done with that. Done. Hopefully, we never have to talk about Dwayne Wade again until Hall of Fame night. And it's the one thing that. Yeah, it's the one thing I you you know you do hate of. Dirk, bro, just come back. Just come back for one more season. Play like five games. Just so you don't have to go in the same. Yeah, just so you don't have to walk in with that dude. I'm just I'm done with that. That's low key what he should do. <laughs> he should. He's like, hey, I'm gonna come back, wait a couple, wait play a little bit, play with Porzingis a little bit, like get that out of your games. system, <laughs> yes. get to play with him, play a few games with KP, uh, wrap it up, and then walk in with that next class. Hopefully, uh, Vince and stuff too. But I've never seen a player just try to create his own like legacy leaving moment. When you have national people like you listen to Bill Simmons and Rosillo's pod uh, the other day, and they talked yes. about it some. And like they were just talking about how just like it was just it's too planned by him and it, this just doesn't happen with players like on Wade's cow like Kobe is one thing Kareem is one thing if Dirk did it like that that would be one thing these are top ten top twenty players of all time Wade's not that like the, he's just he's not on that level and it, it's like the the younger brother that's just trying so hard to be like the older brother. And he's just trying he, this world tour and t-shirts and everything. He it's it's the definition of trying so hard and forcing people to swap jerseys with you. And oh, nobody said no yet. Well, who's gonna say no on the basketball court in front of cameras and stuff? And and you're like they're gonna look like a jerk if they're like, nope, not going to, and walk away. Well, he did say no to Emmanuel Moutier, so. <laughs> But he's literally just – it's like he's asking people to prom. We've talked about this before. It's so stupid that he's just like walking up to these players. Getting, hey, I'm sure he's got that Tim Hardaway Knicks jersey. Mm, that's awesome. Uh, come on. I'm, I'm so done with this. Well, there I'm you sorry. go. If you like Wade or if you like still respect his NBA career, um, did you see his wife's tweet that was like a halfway shade at the Mavericks organization? No, Gabby Union coming out the Mavericks. Okay, well she didn't. 
I think it's shade. I've seen some other people thought it's shade too of saying, "Hey, the Heat first class organization for honoring Dirk," and they had a tribute video for Dirk and honoring both players and all this stuff. And obviously, the Mavericks didn't give him no tribute video. Get out of here! <laughs> After the things Wade and stuff said and making fun of Dirk and stuff and. Wade's just different. Like I, I don't. There's different players you around the league that you see as fans, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I like him as a player. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, whatever. It's just your own taste of players and what you like watching in basketball and stuff. Wade's the only player in. I joke and stuff about LeBron, and I, I'm not the biggest fan of LeBron. That's obvious in everything. But Wade is a whole different level than LeBron. Like it's a whole different category, a whole different level for me uh, than LeBron, and is this history there? And if if people are not Ma- deep Mavs fans, you don't understand that. And I think a lot of Mavs fans probably feel the same way I do, or at least yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'm also barring you from talking about Dwayne Wade anymore on this podcast. Please, please, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done. That's what that was my only tweet about it today. So I'm, I'm, I'm done. If there's no more Dwayne, Dwayne Wade content anymore, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm done with all that stuff. What I do want you to talk about is that the Game of Thrones premiere was tonight. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they Better. did the premiere in New York. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, that means there's people out there that have watched episode one of season eight of game of thrones it's literally next weekend bro it's insane that's wild i'm very excited this sunday's the seventh next sunday is uh, april 14th that's gonna be right after the Mavs season ends uh man next tuesday and wednesday is that last home game last away game uh there is a small well never mind um and then next weekend is game of thrones premiere let's go let's go there you go guys Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. We'll be back tomorrow. Peace out. Boom.